Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's a great honor for me to be at the U.S. Congress and speak to you and all Americans. Against all odds and doom and gloom scenarios, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is alive and kicking. It was Mr. Zelensky comes to Washington last night. The headline, of course, Ukraine is alive and kicking. What did the president of Ukraine say? What did he not say? What does it mean? And what, how does it matter to you? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, last night, President Zelensky did address a joint session of Congress, joining the ranks of the likes of Winston Churchill and Nelson Mandela, uh, some of the few who have addressed joint sessions of the United States Congress. And so as we look at what he said, uh, it's also interesting to look at what he did not say and what some of the underlying tones and meanings might be. Uh, This was President Zelensky's first international trip since the conflict broke out over 300 days ago. The president of Ukraine flew to Washington, D.C. to negotiate with President Biden on a number of things and to deliver this important speech, not just to Congress and not just to the American people, but to Ukrainians, to Russians, to our allies and to the rest of the world. So let's go through a few key points from President Zelensky last night. He highlighted the stakes of this war. I thought this was one of the stronger moments for President Zelensky He talked about the positions Ukraine and American and allies uh, of freedom have taken in this important battle. The world is too interconnected and interdependent to allow someone to stay aside and at the same time to feel safe when such a battle continues. Our two nations are allies in this battle and next year will be a turning point. I know it, the point when Ukrainian courage and American resolve must guarantee the future of our common freedom, the freedom of people who stand for their values. The Ukrainian courage and the American resolve in a world that is interconnected and interdependent. Uh, I think that was an important message for everyone. Again, important messages going to so many different groups. It was really phenomenal to me. Uh, that this speech delivered in English, which is no small task uh, for someone who's a native speaker, uh, not of English, uh, but he did a brilliant job of weaving together all of the components of a great speech, but with an incredible degree of difficulty in that he had so many audiences that he needed to touch. And I think he did that in the most extraordinary way. I love the way that President Zelensky framed the conflict as continuing the legacy of World War II, that uh, being forces of freedom, uh, fighting against uh, the tyranny uh, of what he often called this uh, terrorist state of Russia. Uh, So interesting. I loved his use of historical references from the Battle of the Bulge uh, to uh, uh, Battle of Saratoga uh, and so many others. Uh, But take a listen. They threw everything against us similar to the other tyranny, which is in the battle of the bulge, through everything it had against the free world, just like the brave American soldiers which held their lines and fought back Hitler's forces during the Christmas of 1944. 
brave Ukrainian soldiers are doing the same to Putin's forces this Christmas. One of the things you're always trying to do in delivering this kind of speech is to get all of the listeners on side. And I think President Zelensky was very effective of getting everyone, with the exception of Vladimir Putin, on side. And what he accomplished with Vladimir Putin was exactly what he wanted to, and that was to show the resolve of the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian military and the allies from the United States to Europe, that they were all together on this and that Putin doesn't really have a path forward. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. And so, again, I thought it was a a brilliant use of the English language and to be able to deliver it the way he did, that the degree of difficulty on this speech was incredibly high. Uh, the stakes were very high. Uh, the president offered uh, personal gratitude on behalf of Ukraine and the Ukrainian people for the continued assistance that the U.S. has been providing. Uh, and that's an important thing. But he framed it not just in terms of what we were giving, but why it was a good investment. Financial assistance is also critically important, and I would like to thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with and the ones you may be willing to decide on. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. Not charity, it's an investment in freedom and security. I also thought it was it was very powerful when President Zelensky talked about the American people and that they are comfortably in their homes today. But that, that's not a bad thing, uh, that we are secure in this country because of the battles we have won, the investment we have made in freedom and our constitutional republic. He said that the Ukrainian people will not whine, they will not complain as they go through their battle for independence and freedom, that they will do so with dignity, which I thought was uh, also just a beautiful, beautiful moment. Uh, In one of the very poignant moments in the speech, President Zelensky described the situation Ukrainians are in this Christmas and what happens when you're celebrating this holiday without power or heat. In two days, we will celebrate Christmas maybe candle it not because it's more romantic no but because there will not be will be no electricity millions won't have neither heating nor running water all of these will be the result of russian missile and drone attacks on our energy infrastructure but we do not complain we do not judge and compare 
whose life is easier. We, Ukrainians, will also go through our war of independence and freedom with dignity and success. In his closing statements, the battle flag of the Ukrainian city Bakhmut, was, uh, which was at the front lines of the war, uh, was offered to the Congress as a, a very powerful, very uniting symbol. And, of course, that was reciprocated uh, by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi giving a United States flag, which had flown over the United States Capitol uh, yesterday. Uh, so an interesting exchange of flags, a, a really unifying moment. When I was in Bakhmut yesterday, our, our heroes gave me the ba- battle flag, the flag of those who defend Ukraine, Europe, and the world at the cost of their lives. They asked me to bring this flag to you, whose decisions can save millions of people. So let these decisions be taken. Let this flag stay with you. This flag is a symbol of our victory. In this war, we stand, we fight, and we will win because we are united. Ukraine, America, and the entire free world. That was President Zelensky, a uh, speech for the ages, very important. And I think many agree that uh, this is not about handing a blank check, uh, but this is about linking arms and making sure they have the necessary things they need to really ensure their freedom, their sovereignty uh, of their territory and the freedom of their people. Uh, It was an important speech. I thought it was incredibly well delivered. As I mentioned before, the stakes were high. The degree of difficulty was really extraordinary. And I think uh, President Zelensky met the moment. And I think we'll look back on this as uh, an important thing, especially moving through winter in Ukraine. And I think as we all uh, light candles uh, for whatever holiday we are celebrating this weekend, uh, to think of that light that uh, will be in Ukraine, uh, not because it's romantic, as President Zelensky said, but because it's a necessity. And that's one more way that we can unite and be supportive of freedom around the world. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.